Is crypto a security? Is staking as a service a security? Is BUSD a security? <laughs> I don't know. But if you initially sell your tokens with, and you use the the proceeds from that sale to build your business, that to me sounds like you just went public in a company and you sold stocks. And that's definitely a security. So do I disagree with the SEC? Not, I don't know. I mean, don't shoot me, but uh, not really. I don't necessarily disagree with them. I do think staking as a service sounds like a a security. It sounds like an investment contract because if I give my money to Coinbase and they give my ETH to Coinbase and then they stake it for me, but then I look at their website and, and it says, do I have any risk? If you can go on Coinbase's website and, and you can find what is the risk of staking, and there is one sentence that says staking, there there are risks that are outside of our control. And the so the risks of 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 ETH, or sorry, of staking, and especially with ETH, is if uh, whoever is in charge of uh, running the the validator pool that you put your money into, if they do something they're not supposed to, then you can. There's something called slashing where you can lose your money. Well. Well, and Coinbase explains that, but they also say that it could happen for things outside of the control. That is not good enough. So as far as I'm concerned, Coinbase isn't doing their job to make sure that I know all of the risks to using that service. So I'd be very surprised if they get away with 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 not registering that as an investment contract. However, we might not see an enforcement action against staking ETH until the Shanghai upgrade when tokens are released. I don't know uh, the yet to be remain seen, but we just we know that Kraken got 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 their staking as a service shut down and they're banned from ever doing it again. The SEC and Kraken didn't announce that they're going to work together to try to get this this registered. So was that Kraken that walked away from it or was that SEC? I don't know, but the actual process of giving my money to a centralized entity and they promise to do what they say they're going to do without giving me any proper disclosures, no proper auditing, no proper no nothing to that it that can be like looked at or audited so i don't disagree with that now what about what about library versus sec i did a story on that and basically they were saying that library sold coins they they their initial sale of tokens they use that money to build their business well how is that any different from raising money to build a business you know there's so many rules around that you can't just go and do that so do i disagree with the sec i don't think so <laughs> if you listen to my stories, then you would know like where I stand on this stuff and I don't like it. And I think that the way the I, the way the SEC is going about it isn't doing anything to help uh, get crypto registered. So I don't see how they're fulfilling their mandate of protecting investors. All I see is them going doing these enforcement actions, which ultimately hurt investors because investors are holding coins and all of a sudden they get, a, if a specific project gets attacked and that coin gets delisted, then the value of that token plummets and we lose money. So how are you invest protecting investors? Okay. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay, well, what about this Wells notice that uh, Paxos got? Wells, the Wells notice says that the BUSD stablecoin is a security, and Paxos is like, well, we're gonna sue, we're gonna like fight this. We're not, we don't agree. 
But like we also just heard that Binance it didn't have all their they they issued more BUSD on their Binance on their BNB chain. And because uh, they so okay, so they take the bind the BUSD from Paxos, which is built on Ethereum, and then they wrap it and create synthetic versions on their own blockchain. And comes to find out, Forbes just did a did a report on them, and it turns out that Binance can't be trusted either. They're pulling an FTX BS move where they didn't have all that money collateralized, so so they didn't have real BUSD that being held in escrow or in a smart contract that was wrapped and put on BNB. There was more there was more BUSD on the BNB chain than what they had, which means that they're full of SHI, you know what. So can you trust centralized entities? Why would you? Like, come on. If you're in crypto and you're stressed and you're trusting centralized entities, then you're literally here just to get rich and you're speculating, you're gambling. And if you lose your money, then don't go and cry to anybody. And sure as heck, don't call the government just and say, hey, what are you doing about this crypto scam stuff? You know, you're not do your homework. This is not that's not what we're supposed to be doing here. You know, we got multiple issues at hand. All right. And then now, now Gary Gensler just goes out and he does a an interview with New York Mag, and he gets some like BS like this author like maybe the author is good, but like I've never read anything from the author before. But the all the author does is completely back Gary Gensler, and he at the end of the article he tells you to get out of crypto. <laughs> like how is this even like an honest uh, honest journalism? I mean, all this dude is trying to manipulate get you to do what they want you to do, or maybe that's the point of the article. I don't know, but you know, I just like uh, I like. I like people to be able to call out their own bias and this author doesn't do this. So what am I going to talk about today? Well, what I want to talk about is the fact that Gary Gensler is going out and making statements about what he believes crypto. And now he's basically lumped everything all together into one. So welcome back to How About That Crypto. I'm your host, Bitcoin Stylist, and I this is your home for crypto news and updates. And uh, Web3 news and updates also. Don't forget, this is not financial advice. You can use links below to do your own research. All right. So I'm going to just scare my screen real quick. And uh, you can, if you're listening on podcasts, you can follow along. All right. And um, so what you're looking at right now is the article by uh, Ankush Cardori on New York Mag. And it's titled, Gary Gensler Survived Crypto Winner. Question mark. DC's top financial cop on Bankman free blowback. I will give this author credit that um, they did kind of point out that Gary Gensler failed to protect investors uh, by not going after central decentralized entities uh, for anything and uh, going after actual crypto projects instead of going after the centralized entities that are commingling our funds, lending it out with super risky with super risky practices and uh, just causing us all to lose tons of money, you know. So I think Gary Gensler needs to step down from his job. I think uh, I'm not really sure. I don't really have any faith in him. Although, how do I have faith in uh, that is a human in our system? Nobody. Okay, so keep moving on. Um, 
so the author calls him out for that and then and then also gives him a, gives Gary Gensler the opportunity to look good by saying, oh, well, you know, there was no funny business going behind on behind closed doors. And he says right here, Gary Gensler said when he said Sam Bankman freed and he started pitching him an alternative trading system. Gary Gensler's quote is saying, I indicated to them that they could take their slide deck down on the second slide. Gensler told me during a recent wide ranging conversation and that I didn't think that they should with all respect that it was not a valuable use of their time. So he's like, yo, look, Sam Bangman Freed, this is whack. You need to go. So that would say that Gary Gensler, you know, he he uh, was doing his job. That's basically kind of what I, I get the whole point of that whole piece of this article is. And uh so then it goes on, keeps going on, and then he talks about the FTX fallout, and um, and then he talks about how Gary Gensler just wants to be the Treasury Secretary, and so I give him credit for that. At least the author is, is putting that, pointing that stuff out, and uh, and so anyway, and then but then he goes on and talks about how the only reason why the crypto market wants the CFTC to to regulate them is because why? Because they're lenient. Not because uh, a lot of crypto folk believe that their coins are commodities and not securities and uh, not not talking about the fact that Gary Gensler has not given clarity to how the industry should look at crypto starting off as a security and becoming a commodity there's none of no mention of that conversation you know all these people do is talk is use this duck test if it walks like a duck talks like a duck quacks like a duck then it's a duck but a duck can't become a giraffe but guess what a cryptocurrency or a digital asset can start off be sold as a security and can be completely decentralized to where it becomes a utility token and is used in within an ecosystem for various uses and then it would not be a security anymore because there would be no expectation of profit there would be no relationship between the buyer and the seller it would be a utility token which would be a commodity now there's no mention of that in here um they do and but they they do do something awesome i'm going to jump over to this other article because it's kind of separates out uh gary gensler's actual words and this is an article on Bitcoin.com, and it is by Kevin Helms called SEC Chairman Explains Why He Views All Crypto Tokens Other Than Bitcoin as Securities. And it says, everything other than Bitcoin, you can find a website, you can find a group of entrepreneurs. They might set up their legal entities in a tax haven offshore. They might have a foundation. They might lawyer it up to try to arbitrage and make it hard jurisdictionally or so forth. They might drop their tokens overseas at first and contend or pretend that it's going to take six months before they come back to the U.S., and uh, then he says, but at the core, these tokens are securities because there's a group in the middle and the public is anticipating profits based on that group. So so I think, I don't know, what do you think? Let me know, leave a comment below. But this sounds to me like uh, Gary Gensler is saying, hey, uh, everything's a security except for Bitcoin. All crypto is a security except for Bitcoin. And 
Uh, and that's a really important part because uh, what I'm going to tell you in a second, but just remember that part. Uh, I'm going to come back. I'm going to circle back to that. So I just want to talk about this article. You know, it's not really like I'm not doing on this author, because like I said, the author does point out some really important pieces of this story. But the author does, you know, fails to give a complete uh, perspective and and really, really, really is. I mean, I guess the author is also not afraid to say that they don't believe in cryptocurrency. I mean, that's basically what this article is saying. I when I read this article, I hear like uh, quite a few facts, uh, some really decent perspectives, uh, but it's all from a person who doesn't like crypto. So like how valuable is it to the general public? Um, the, or is this really just like saying this is just another person trying to kind of push a narrative or or what? I don't know. I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinions, but I mean, it's really well written. So you should go and read it. Uh, just remember, like the lens you're leading it through is someone who doesn't like crypto. And how do I know this? Because I can scroll all the way to the freaking end of the article and it says, get out while you can. <laughs> That's the last four words, five words of this article. Ugh. Okay. Anyway. All right. So, and then he goes on to talk about how, oh, it's Donald Trump's fault. <laughs> Come on. Oh my gosh. This is so crazy. And then he keeps going on and, um, and then it says here, okay. So the really interesting thing is when they talk about what is the use cases of cryptocurrency and the author doesn't offer anything what possible use cases it could be. And uh, and I'm going to read that part right here. It says, perhaps the most telling answer I got from Gensler over the course of our discussion was when I asked him to explain the legitimate use case of crypto what is the actual point of this new sector and could it actually provide a value economic or financial service for ordinary people and the global economy so this is really the first like legitimate part of this article where the author talks about the actual use cases of a new technology you know i think that in our news we need to remember like whenever we listen to the news anything about crypto if they're not talking about the use of the technology and what types of applications are there are for this stuff, then they are not telling the whole story. There's such a big focus on the fact that this is uh, uh, money and used for this stuff is used for transactions. There's not enough talk about the use of uh, of of the network effects of being able to facilitate transactions in real time between from peer to peer and move value of the internet, which our current system cannot do. Our current system needs multiple parties involved to, to facilitate these transactions. And now we can go from, I can send money to you and I do have to pay a transaction fee for that to happen, but it all takes place in one ecosystem. I'm not paying multiple people. And, and, and that transaction fee, I can I can get an equal use or sorry, I have I have as much of an opportunity to get my hands on a piece of those transaction fees as well. Like 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 I can stake my I can stake ETH and I can into a validator pool. I can I can create my own validator pool validator node i can run my own validator node i can get some friends together and we can start a business run a validator node and then i can turn around and i can use eth for transactions and then every time our validator pool is 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 selected to verify the transactions and secure the blo blockchain and secure the network 
then I can get a piece of that. So there's nothing about that. There's nothing about any of the use cases, any of the stuff that's going on right now with Polygonmatic as all kinds of use cases and gaming and, and, and the future use cases of this stuff. So I think that's really important to pay attention to because really like what, imp what is important about a technology if like you need to know how it's being used and there isn't enough conversation about this everything every conversation majority of conversations are about uh the whole concept of currency you know the worst thing about cryptocurrency is the word currency you know digital assets utility tokens um digital commodities but like the word cryptocurrency i think really gets everyone kind of bent out of shape and you know historically I'm going to steal a line from the co-founder of Tether where he said, you know, militaries throughout time, most of them were in, were around just to protect the right to control the money. And now this is the first time in history that an individual create, can create their own money and can create a community that wants to use that form of currency. But at the end of the day, like it really doesn't matter what people, what currency people uh, want to use to transact in because there are point of sale systems that enable the auto conversion into a USD stablecoin. So any vendor can accept any cryptocurrency if they, if they set up the, a point of sale system that enables them to do so. So, and they can take any current currency, well, any currency that's, you know, works with whatever point of sale system that they use. But in the future, I can see a time when, you know, crypto can be, as long as there's liquidity and it may, meets a certain amount of liquidity and there's a enough circulation uh, in in the market, then it doesn't, what does it matter? You know, people want to, people want to create their own coin to, you know, what if a, um, the LGBTQ plus community wants to create a coin that uh, they ever that they have uh, a DAO and every and they program it to where a percentage of every single coin or every single transaction it could be a small like a sliver of a percentage but if that coin is used all around the world then that that money can go into a treasury and that treasury can build up and that could be able to fight oppression or or hate crimes or move people relocate people who are experiencing that kind of stuff you know that's pretty powerful and so like why would why would why would the government want to cancel that you know like you got to think about like no one's talking about this stuff it's not okay now that is not what we're talking about <laughs> What we're talking about today, and I'm just going to make this really quick. A um, This is an article by Bushan Akolkar, and it's on CryptoNewsFlash.com. And um, there's a bunch of articles. I just like this. Uh, I just like this one. But you can, if you just Google, um, Gary Gensler has to recuse himself crypto and google that you'll get so many articles but this one i like this one ripple lawyer gary gensler has to recuse himself from voting on any enforcement cases what does this mean for bitcoin and crypto so ripple lawyer Stuart alderati lashed out at gary gensler saying that he has pre are uh, prejudiced the decision of crypto assets as securities Thus, he must recuse himself from voting on an enforcement case. Gary Gensler's recent comments have done enough damage to dividing the crypto community between Bitcoin maximalists and others. So um, I think this is really interesting. It says crypto lawyer PSA. Gary Gen Chair Gensler has 
again proclaim that every cryptocurrency except Bitcoin is an unregistered security. He must now recuse himself from voting on any enforcement case that raises that issue since he has prejudged the outcome. And he quotes Antonio V. SEC Eighth Circuit Court, 1989. So, uh, what is that? Well, I pulled it up here. This is a Lexis Nexus, which is like a database for law, and uh, and this is kind of like a little little like high level look, and it says. What is Antonio v. SEC? It says the rule is that the principles of due process apply to administrative adjudications. A fair trial in a fair tribunal is a basic requirement for due process. So if you don't know, the Constitution guarantees your right to due process. You, you can't have the government just deciding, oh, you're guilty, you're guilty, you're guilty. Oh, you got to pay a fine. You got to go to jail. No, there you have the government. You have a right to a process to where you get you f treated fairly, and there should be no bias by the government against you. You know, and you're supposed to have a jury, a trial. Not all of them actually have to have a jury or trial, but due process is that means that there's a process that the government has to go through in order to uphold the law. They can't just say, "Oh, we think you broke the law." All right. Fairness, of course, requires an absence of actual bias in the trial of cases. Not only is a fair proceeding required, but also justice must satisfy the appearance of justice. So uh, there's a lot of <laughs> there is a lot of uh, uh, legal link jargon and stuff in here. So I went and I looked it up and I did a bunch of digging and I found that basically what this case was, was that the, um, the person, there was an insider trading case and the, the SEC brought the case to, you know, they're going after insider traders and they bring the court, the case to court, the guy, the, the person in the, in this case, Antonio, he ends up having to pay a fine because it's found that he did commit insider trading. Well, during the proceedings, uh, the SEC chairman at the time went out and did a speech and said, and basically just had already determined the outcome of this person saying it's like, you know, it's not, it's not as important what the actual thing was, but he had, he had already said, oh, this guy ha is is wrong and and it's definitely uh, definitely needs to be punished. Now, now I was like, I don't get that. Like, why? Why is that not OK? It's like the government is saying like, oh, these these products are securities. You know, Ripple XRP is a security library is a security. Uh, now he's going out and saying all cryptocurrencies are securities. So at what point in time is it make sense for Gary Gensler to recuse himself? Well, and then it hit me. It all of a sudden it makes sense. It's one thing to say one specific cryptocurrency is they think is a security. It's another thing to say all cryptocurrencies except Bitcoin are securities. So now if if the SEC wants to go, if it as the SEC deliberates and goes through the process of deciding which cases to bring and which which current cryptocurrencies are securities gary gensler and according to the what this lawyer is saying cannot be part of that process because gary gensler is is has prejudged the entire asset class so it's like it's like saying um it's like i mean you know 
all that's it's like saying like an entire group of people are are criminals. So you could just pick any group of people. All men are criminals. And then it's like, well, but are all men criminals or all women are criminals? You know, it's like then then should you be able to then be part of a process that brings a case against a woman who's a criminal or a man who's a, who who they believe is a criminal it's like that they're basically saying no you can't you can't just like walk in a room and be completely biased and prejudiced and be part of a process to determine which cases to bring uh to the courts how do you like those apples? If anybody uh, disagrees with that assessment, please let me know. But I'm pretty confident in that assessment. And uh, I think that's interesting. Will this actually happen? Will Gary Gensler have to recuse himself from all cryptocurrency enforcement actions when if they allege that it is a security, which is literally the only thing he's alleging? Uh, that'll be interesting. I just don't see it happening. But um what do you think? Let me know. Leave a comment below. I'd like to hear from you. Have a good day. Hot alone.